What is up, everybody? Welcome back, Figure It Out Podcast with Chandler Collins. It's been an entire week since my last episode with my boy Blaine Wheeler. Tonight, got Lucas Gant and Blaine Wheeler on the podcast tonight. Boys, what's going on? Uh, long day, long day at work. Uh, put a put a good week of practice together. We got one more tomorrow, then we're ready for UCA. But uh, successful week so far. That's right, Blano. Love to hear it. Just been listening to a lot of NFL content. We get one tomorrow. I'm fire me up. It's a really good one tomorrow too. I'm glad yeah. that they. I hate that. I hate the. I really hate both teams a lot. But uh, we'll get into that. Um, but it should be a great game to start the year off. Uh, Lucas, before we get started, buddy, uh, give us a little rundown of Stillwater. Give us your Friday night. Give us uh, your Saturday morning. How was uh, the facilities? I knew you said you were texting me all week and you were saying kind of the facilities a little whack, which I don't remember, but. They're not whack. I mean, they're super nice, but like when you go to like a program like that's been a top, 20 team consistently for the last what 15 years basically like you expect to be, went there. yeah I mean, you expect to be blown away and I, obviously i'm not taking away from it it's super nice but it's just not like as mesmerizing as you would mm-hmm. think like that's all i was trying to say is like yeah the stadium's really not that big and we talked about it fans weren't that loud like really it, just, it didn't do any pop like there was just nothing no pop there was just well, no energy, really. The guys banging the boards didn't really affect anything. Yeah. I think I think when I think about it, like when I played there, I think it's just different, like, as a player. Like, you were, you're at the facility a lot more than, than the players are, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And then you're also, I mean, not that you're not locked in, but, like, you can observe a little bit more of the surroundings in the ship. Yeah, I don't have to be locked in 24-7. If I, my mind wanders, I'm getting yelled at. So Right, but what a game. Uh, we can get into the game, but I'm more curious about like what the morale was like on the sideline. Like, What did the coaches say at halftime and at the end of the game? Because uh, like, what I saw, the first quarter was pretty shitty for the Bears. Maybe a little bit trickling into the second, and we picked it up a little bit and came out at halftime with our heads on fire. It wasn't that it was shitty. I, it was kind of they held it for ten days that they weren't that they weren't going to start that Sanders kid. They knew for ten days that the backup quarterback was going to be starting. So if anybody mm. thinks that they found out the day before that that kid had COVID, wrong. They had a completely game plan ready to go for us with that backup because he he wasn't that accurate, but he threw a really good deep. He threw a couple of good deep balls, and you saw it early. Like yeah. we're ready for that. I I didn't really hear hear anything on the sky report all week for that number one kid. He mm. was electric. I haven't heard anything about the receivers at all. Yeah, that's what I was saying. We really didn't know anything about them. And you take that big play away, I mean, they really didn't do shit in the first half. Yeah. And then, I mean, we just played such a vanilla first half. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. We just kind of lined up and just said, let's see what you got. And they didn't kick our ass or anything. They didn't really manhandle us. No. And, dude, we had we had them. We should have tied them. I mean, we had that pass. The receiver – he just made a bad error at a bad time. He just jumped way too early. That was his only thing. Yeah, he was kind of – what he said was he kind of was just, like, caught in the middle. Like, he thought he was going to have to jump for it and then all of a sudden realized that he wasn't going to have to jump for it and kind of just got caught in that limbo. And Dude, just kind of like, just, just a bad oh, – just wait. a bad string of luck right, right there, honestly. It's just 
this is tough. The, those it seems like when those matchups come about, it's like the big school doesn't it doesn't make those mistakes, and that just one tiny mistake is is what kept us from yeah. going overtime. But really, I mean, Petrino even said it in his media, and I completely a thousand percent agree with this football philosophy. Like he was going for two. Like yes. you go for two. Like what does what does overtime do in that game for the Bears? Like you're going to just get something. So you're going to get somebody hurt inevitably. You want to talk about five on the sideline when we got that when we got that uh, that like little pooch kick, that little sky kick, and recovered it. That was first electric. Thing, first thing he basically said was just like, and I mean this didn't give him too much wave, but like he literally we got it. He goes, we're scoring, we're going for two. Like, if that doesn't just put, like, just pump you Confidence, up. Confidence, yeah. Like, we're scoring, we're going for two. That's just no, that's was the really first thing sick. he said. That's really badass, honestly. I mean, yeah, I love that mindset. I mean, that's what the program needed. They just needed, like, a like somebody just give it a shot in the ass, you know? Yeah, the Sometimes energy on, the energy the coaches bring to the sideline, like, it's not, like, that fake energy. It's, like, real yeah, energy. It's not like, like that, no offense to – my past coaches but that double horn bullshit yeah no it's like, real interesting we're down like dude come on we're down 42-0 and we're gonna blow the horn in the fourth quarter like read the room <laughs> yeah like we can play as good as we, we can play as good as we want to in this fourth quarter we're still going to lose we're down 40 <laughs> you can't Tough score time. 40 points in 15 minutes but anyway <laughs> i don't want to get i don't want to get too negative it's gonna it's be uh, rambling off on that you can yeah it's good tangent city if i do that but um okay looking back quick college football recap nothing to recap obviously from the nfl quick college recap blano i want to start with you uh not not a great week for you like it was for me in week zero um not a good betting week for you kid your thoughts it wasn't bad it wasn't tremendous i mean you I, were I, no to be fair you were texting me you fucked the weekend so now well, you i fucked it earlier i came back a little bit i mean you, you get early on i'm trying to pull this up real quick but i wasn't expecting you to just smack me in the fucking face right off the bat i mean well i mean you know Blaine, we have a lot of betting on this podcast and when i win a week <laughs> i'm gonna let you know about it but i did ucf got me at the start boise state covered they looked bad what a um, weird game. What a weird game. And then Virginia Tech just at home, as we talked about, that proved to be the difference for Virginia Tech. So yeah. those were my first two off the start. Loss, loss. But, I mean, K-State looked good. We were on the money on that Yeah, take. that was a steal, dude. Vegas steal. just gave us that. Yeah, Bama over Miami was a steal, in my opinion. UCLA, we got – and most state obviously has you opened it up. So yeah. when it went down the line, it wasn't too bad, but we started slow. Right. Let's talk about the we'll talk about the Bama game real quick. My God. I mean, they're the best team in college football. We don't even have to really get into it. They're ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I see I see Young just falling in the shoes as every quarterback that's been there. It's laid there for him to do it. And I mean it, and did you see today? Did you see today that he signed a contract with the Voice or whatever? Colin yeah, Coward with Colin stands? Coward. Yeah. Uh, What's it? The Voice or the volume? Doug Gottlieb was getting after, was t- tweeting me today about how I, my my take was bad because he thinks that it's going to move Cowherd and how he does things. I disagree. Wait, the actual Doug Gottlieb was tweeting at you? Yeah, because I tweeted him and he tweeted back and we we're arguing. <laughs> <laughs> I love 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 that, but. Wait, so you think – what do you think? You don't think that it's going to 
I don't think it's going to hurt anything. I think the Bama program's so strong. Coward doesn't give a shit. He's not a journalist or anything. He's just an entertainer. Who cares? He's going to get – Lucas, do you know – do you want us to fill you in real quick on the backstory? I was trying to look it up real quick. I I didn't know he did that today. Yeah, so he signs his deal with Cowherd's new podcast uh, platform. It's just called – I believe this is called the Bryce Young Podcast, and it's basically just like his point of view of being the Bama quarterback. I mean, if, if you think about it, I think it's just going to be a pretty boring podcast because it doesn't seem like it's that hard of a job. Right. Don't How much is he going to get to divulge and talk about? Like, what Exactly. I don't what know. What is Bama going to let him Yeah. Do? What is Nick Saban going to be like, hey, like he's going to give him a script to follow. Like it's Dude, not, the problem is, is that like with this NIL 100%. thing or NLI or whatever it is. Uh, the volume. I mean, it's called the what volume. What can Saban really say to him? Because, like, if he's working technically for Colin Cowherd, he can say whatever he wants. Am I wrong? No, you're totally right. And it might bring open a few more people doing the same thing. Yeah. I mean, hell, if I was the long snapper at Missouri State, I could have the Figure It Out podcast on the volume. <laughs> Sponsored by Pinnegar Sheffield. By, yeah, dude. <laughs> I could get Pinnegar on board, and then I'm, I'm in on the volume. I'll be getting a lot of money. I'm sure he's going to make a lot of money from that. But anyway, that was a quick tangent. Long story short, Bama's really good. Didn't skip a beat. I saw they lost a linebacker for the year, I think, uh, but – Big deal. They have another five-star right behind him. I'm sure he's better. Um, my weekend was good. I did not lose a bet. So I'm getting wow. – I'm looking good. I'm looking good um, going into week two. Um, the slate is interesting this weekend. A lot of big-name schools playing each other. I like this slate because there's a lot of out-of-conference stuff, like big conferences playing big conferences. I think they're going to have to do that going forward with the playoff if they're not going to put in – if they make eight teams, I think it makes it a little bit different, but they're going to keep it at four. You're going to have to play big games. Um, I'll save my parlay for the end. I'll start here. The game Friday night, I, I don't know how I could possibly pick a game with Kansas in my <laughs> week, week or my college football slate that intrigues me, but they go on the road at Coastal Carolina, and they're like a 25-point dog. <laughs> I am actually going to go against the grain on this one. If you're going to say anything, like two, tw- it was 12 to seven in 2019 at Coastal, Kansas versus Carolina. Nice. Uh, at Kansas last year, 38 23. Yeah, they're probably going to get beat. But like the team I saw last week, like, because I watched that whole game basically. The Kansas South Dakota game. That that coach is like, that's just what they needed. They didn't need a less, a 65 year old Les Miles to come in and just like, try to do what he's done everywhere else. That Leopold guy's like energy, just yeah, pure energy. But, that quarterback's dude. not bad. I think – I mean, they'll, obviously, they'll keep it close, 100%. I'm telling you, just wait did and see. You, did you watch the same Kansas team play the I South Dakota Coyotes? You think that Kansas should have only beaten them by three, and you're going to tell me they're good. Hey, hey. what's up, Blaine? Uh, Chandler, I mean, Lucas, it's not just his eyes. Coastal's head coach, Jamie Chadwell, thinks the 2021 Jayhawks look, quote, completely different. Yeah, 100%. It's exactly what I'm saying. So, okay, does that mean that South Dakota, you think, is going to be really good? I think they're a really good team. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't, if you're going to tell me and say here and say that you don't think South Dakota can win six games this year. Oh, no, I agree with you on that. That's, that's a top 25 program. 
That's I'm just I'm just not saying that they are three points the worst. They should not be three points worse than Kansas is what I'm trying to yeah, say. But I mean they're twenty six point dogs. That's a massive line. That's a big line. I'm not and saying I, they're gonna go in there and I'm saying completely away from this. I'm saying completely away from this game. I think Coastal beats them by 35. Then bet it. But that's just me. Nope, I'm staying completely away from it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to possibly be wrong on a Kansas game. That would suck. So, not I even mean, stay hot, kid. Nope, not even worried about it. Oh, I've got a parlay that I think is a mortal lock. I don't see how I don't hit it, but we'll see. Okay. Uh, moving on. This game is a weird betting line to me in a lot of ways. Illinois versus Virginia. Illinois, I should have said this, Illinois at Virginia. Um, same colors game. <laughs> uh, Illinois is plus 10 on the road. There is no way that's true. The Illinois team I watched stomp Nebraska plus 10. And I'm, not saying that, I'm not saying that Illinois is going to win, but – I think they stay within 10 easy. Did you see last week, Illinois? Against against UTSA? Yeah. I think UTSA is better than Virginia. (laughs) 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 I'm not kidding you guys. What are you what are you laughing at? You're skipping some crazy juice tonight. I don't understand how Virginia can be a plus or a minus 10 favorite. It blows my mind. Is Bronco Mendenhall still at Virginia? <sighs> That's a great question. Honestly, you should look that up he because is. he seems like a guy you would remember if his name got fired in the offseason. I mean, you, you just <laughs> don't hear he, the name Bronco <laughs> very often, especially with I think he's still there, and any one of his Virginia teams is going to be better than UTSA, so I don't know what you're on right now. Yeah, okay, you know what? Maybe a stretch, but probably good for the people. Okay, moving on. Um, Lucas, keep looking that up. Yes, he is still there. <laughs> or again. Chandler, Chandler, we got to move on fast after that. Yeah. <laughs> True, but you know what? Honestly, I'm sticking with it. Illinois <laughs> plus 10. I think it's a lock. Um, I, wasn't, okay. I, I wasn't disagreeing with that. I was disagreeing with you. You made the statement. I know yeah, what statement I made, Lucas. Thank you for that. Okay. okay, so I think this game that I'm getting ready to talk about is going to surprise you when I say this. This is the fourth best game, I think, of this weekend. Fourth. Keep in mind when I tell you that I think Oregon versus Ohio State is the fourth best game this weekend. Um, Oregon had troubles with Fresno. I think after watching a little bit of that game in the highlights, I think Fresno is a super underrated team. They looked sick week one as well because um, they barely lost to what, USC? No, they, no who did they beat? They, Fresno they killed UConn. They shipped beat UConn. Right. Yeah. Um, Oregon, there was their first game. They look explosive on offense. Defense, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, supposedly the best player in the country. Uh, is questionable at the moment, but when any player has a sprained ankle, which is what he has, it's a regardless of if you play or not, it's harder to move. He's not going to be as explosive. Ohio State's offensive line is ridiculous, so I think they'll be able to neutralize that. I, I think I think um, C.J. Stroud. I say his name correctly. Yep. He is a little bit more comfortable. He's got to be more comfortable at home. I honestly could see this kind of getting a little ugly. I was the only thing I the only question I have is the Ohio State defense. 
the only question I really have is Oregon's offensive line, like, should, in theory, I think I was initially, I initially wrote down Ohio State to cover and shit pump Oregon. But now that I'm thinking about it, that head coach, I mean, he's an offensive line coach by nature. Their offensive line is projected to be really good again. Mm-hmm. I really don't see how they can't keep it close when you have just a superior offensive line. And yeah, I know Ohio State's going to have dudes on that defensive line. Yeah, I just you know, any, like they're going to play good defense. Oh, I was listening to some podcast the other day, and some dude spouted off that Oregon's linebacker is better than than Kayvon Thibodeau. Like, oh yeah, I think I saw him make a really nice play against uh, Fresno this past weekend. I'm just I saying, think, I think I think they'll be fine. The magnitude of it, too. I mean, like if Oregon wants in the playoff, they got to win this game. Have to. It's at Oregon. That that place. No, it's not at Oregon. It's at Ohio State. It's at Ohio Ohio State. State. I think that makes it really a lot more difficult. What is it? Fourteen points. Yeah, and it's not. Think about it. I I forget what podcast I talked about this with you, Blaine. But dude, I was reading an Oregon article today trying to figure out about Thibodeau. They start at their time nine a.m. You better be playing a football game at 9 a.m. I don't care where you are. That's tough. Yeah, Stroud looked better in the second half, too. Like, a lot better than he did in the yeah. first half. So Definitely. It's just um, – it'll, it'll, be, it'll be a great game, but I think I have games that I would, I'm more intrigued by. I feel um, like it's going to be that, like, keep it close, keep it close, and then somehow just get blown out by, like, 28. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. I kind of like that a lot, actually. I, like, I think I think the first half could be like a score or even a point or two deficit. Either way, really. And then one of them, I think Ohio State will blow them out at the end. But um, this is just a weird game in my mind. South Carolina has to go on the road to East Carolina, some sort of home and home deal, I would imagine. But it's going to be kind of cool to see South Carolina at a smaller stadium like that. Um. <laughs> I think that South Carolina is not starting the graduate assistant. Number 25, Zeb Nolan, not getting the <laughs> yeah, start. Yeah, I don't think Zeb Nolan is going to suit up this game. Um, I don't have anything to say other than I thought it was weird South Carolina is going to East Carolina. So I wouldn't imagine you guys have much to say about that either. <laughs> Didn't even cross my mind. The only thing that gets me excited about South Carolina was the news that came out that number 25, Zeb Nolan, was going to start. Yeah. That's the most exciting thing I've heard from that program in what? Four years, maybe. Easily. So was the last time they honestly, made... they stink. When they have they when have they made any noise in the last four to five years? Can't remember. I, don't, I, can't. Can't. I mean Will Muschamp was terrible there. I'll tell you this, Bama looks good when they go to South Carolina. They just blend in well with that field. It looks so good <laughs> up there. Bama's jerseys are crazy underrated, I think. I just I love that classic helmet look too, like oh. the A on one side and then the number on the other. Like that's no, just, there's no A. Is it number number? I thought there's it was numbers. There's yeah, no numbers. Number. I think. Yeah. I thought it was because I wanted to do that here. I thought it because you could go barehead number. Well, I, I like barehead number, but I, I thought that was. I, I guess I just had that in my head, but yeah. Now that I even I, think about the no. million Alabama games I've watched, it's number number. But yeah, it. Yeah. There's classic. <laughs> They're going to be – we're going to be talking about them all year. Uh, okay, moving on. This is a really good game for me, in my opinion, because this is going to be a test game, I think, for this team. Texas A&M goes on the road to Colorado. 
I'm not saying that Colorado is good, and I don't really expect them to win, but Folsom Field, tough place to play. Um, Going to be at a little bit of altitude, I'd say. This is a game where if A&M's real, they just go in there and smack them around. Right. Because A&M's been talked about as a potential playoff team. If they go on the road and struggle with Colorado, well, they're not going to go on the road and play freaking Georgia or whoever. You know, like you, you understand what I'm saying. Um, this one's definitely need- going to come down to Jimbo Fisher versus whoever the head Colorado's head coaches, and Jimbo Fisher just is not going to lose that game. So much better. No, he's, I, yeah, he's definitely not going to lose that game. Um, but I mean, I like Jimbo too, and I think he's a good coach. But I can't. I mean, like, I'm sure, I'm sure I'm wrong here, but has AM really been? Has they have they blown anybody out under Jimbo? Like blown somebody out. <laughs> Like that, um, that's like somebody I'm like sure. Colorado. I'm sure. I mean, Colorado, you can name any SEC team. It'd be just as good. I'm sure they've blown a few out. I'm just yeah. really – I'm intrigued to just – I'll probably want to watch King for a few snaps, quarterback hands yeah. King. Like in mm-hmm. the middle of the game, maybe there's not a whole lot going on. Let me flick it over. Right. And uh, it's – he's uh, got a lot I of can, pressure, honestly. I can tell you they blew out – the so-called South Carolina Gamecocks last year, 48 to three. That was a blowout. There you go. Well, then, okay, I was wrong. Good. I'm glad I'm wrong, honestly, because I like Jimbo. But um, I just want to see it. Come on. I, I want right. AM to do well. I like AM, honestly. Like when they were in the Big 12. Oh, throwback. This is a Big 12, former Big 12 game. So a little history here between these two. Um, and it should be a good one. Moving on, this is my number one game of the weekend um, in the Hawkeye State. Iowa at Iowa State. This is the first game that I've talked about that is a part of my parlay, and it's plus four and a half Iowa. (laughs) That's a steal, dude. Iowa is so good. They're going on the road. Iowa State looked really shaky. I know it was Northern Iowa. I know Northern Iowa is good. I know a lot about Northern Iowa. I don't care. If you're talked about as being a dark horse in the Big 12 and going to go to the playoff, potentially, super potentially, I know it's not that serious, but potentially, you cannot lose or you cannot win by six at home against Northern Iowa. I'm sorry, you just can't do it. You're going to get bitch slapped by somebody down the road. <laughs> so I, 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 I disagree. With me that too. in mind, and yeah, both of you are looking at me like I'm an idiot, but when when – when one team blows out a Big Ten opponent, I know Indiana's a fraud. At home, in the same scenario as when Northern or as when um, Northern Iowa went to Iowa State, and Iowa State can only win by six. It's just uh, maybe Iowa State wins, but four and a half. I that's disrespectful. You two, that's disrespectful. It's a massive rivalry at yeah. Iowa State, like the. This is a massive game. They're it, it not going to lay more than yeah. four and a half points either way. I don't give a shit who looked good week one or who didn't. Both these teams are great. And it's oh a tight my. line. You're, you're comfortable enough with putting the label great on both of these teams. Um, I'd say they're both going to finish top 15 in America at the end of the year. Okay, that's way different than great. Miami was 14 to start the year. You're not going to be, but they're okay. Two good teams, really, really good teams. They are really, really good teams. I okay. completely agree. But if you're going to tell me that week one shouldn't matter, then don't be putting great on them. 
I think I think me and Blaine are on the same page on this one. I think Iowa State definitely just had like a look ahead week, which mm-hmm. they say it all the time, and it's a true thing. Iowa State knew they were going to beat you and I, even like they probably knew it was going to be close, but like that was just a look. You ahead think game. that's their mindset though when they played Northern Iowa close every year? You don't yeah, think, think that they? I think I think they just like we're dudes. We're going to outlast them even if they keep it close. They are looking for that Iowa at Iowa State game the next week, hundred okay. million percent. Who knows, if they even, who knows if they even game plan for you and I? Oh, stop it, Lucas. You know <laughs> that they have a lot more respect than that for you and I, 100%. If they didn't, they would lose. Let's give Iowa State some credit for playing the in-state game. Am I crazy? It flips it every year. last, what, four years, right, at least? Yeah. Iowa plays it. You and I plays Iowa a lot. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's like the same thing. What? Yeah, why wouldn't they? It's like the same thing with us making the – it took us it took me three hours and 42 True. minutes to get to Stillwater. That's right. Why would we not play that? Why would we not year? just play Mizzou every year? Same. Same trip. Same deal. But Iowa only scored – I think I was looking at it. I think Iowa only scored two offensive touchdowns. Their defense just went berserk. They did have uh, two pick sixes. It. That so, is – it's maybe but, something to give a little bit. Their quarterback didn't have to do anything. Their offense right. really didn't have to put a ton out there. Rain game. Maybe <laughs> Iowa looks a little bit better than they are last week. I just have something against Iowa State. I don't know what it is. I think I've let my dad influence me. But 100%. They are just annoying. They are kind of like the Big 12. Well, I'm going to say that. It would be stupid, but we're moving on. Um. My second intriguing matchup of the weekend, and this one is in my parlay, and I think it's an absolute steal. I do not get this line at all. It's Texas at Arkansas. Knew you were going to say it. Texas minus six – or, excuse me, yeah, minus six and a half on the road at Arkansas. Are you kidding me? That is so disrespectful. Arkansas barely beat Rice. They were losing, like – 21-3 21 to 3 or 17 to 3 at halftime and scored the next however many points to win. Granted, nice second half. Also, shout out Kenji Jackson, one of my all-time favorite college coaches. I'm not trying to talk shit, but that is just disrespectful. I really went back and watched a lot of Texas highlights today. Bajon Robinson, that dude is a freak. That guy can run all over Arkansas. I liked Hudson. He looked good back there. Their receiving core, I think, is very underrated. They had like this. I think it was a. I think it was a white guy. I think his name was Whittington. Maybe like Riley or Ryan Whittington. Looks yeah, pretty good knows. out there, Blaine. No, that's it's Jordan Whittington. <laughs> oh, Jordan. Okay, Jordan. Yeah, that does not, that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. And uh, I'm like uh, I'm gonna disagree with you again. Ooh. I, okay. I don't know why it like it really in my head doesn't make sense. Like when you look at like better players at the college level, the yeah. only thing that's really influenced my decision is Arkansas did that massive renovation to Neyland stadium this year. And uh, I think that place is going to be popping KJ Jefferson. That's his name, right? Their quarterback KJ Jefferson. I don't know much about Arkansas's offense. I really don't know much about Arkansas. I just saw the score and heard about it. Yeah, K.J. Jefferson, that's his name. I okay. think just whenever you look back at it over the last couple of years, dual threat quarterbacks against Texas have done exceptionally well. 
like, cause they just haven't had studs at the linebacker. Yeah. They're going to have great safeties, great corners. They always do. I just think it's a matchup problem. Sam Pittman's got that offensive line. You know, they're going to be massive. I think they're going to be able to do just about anything they want running the ball. I think they'll keep it close hundred percent. I'm not saying they're going to win. I don't think they're going to win, but I last, I checked it was eight. Is it, has it already moved down to six and a half? I got it today at six and a half big time. Okay. Well, whenever I was writing down all my info, I, I thought it was at eight. And I was like, I think that's a pretty easy cover. You could have also been on a different thing. I was on Barstool. Maybe yeah. it was different so at that time or whatever. That's the only thing I'm going to say. So obviously I'll take that off my board. But I, oh, think I really it, like that. I think it's going to be a lot closer than you think. Like, even though it's seven points. So obviously people think it's going to be close. I, I think it's just going to be a really good game. I think it's going to be a fun right. watch. I'm, I had it on here. So I'm glad you said it. We have some and good. Uh, we have. I some think good the hogs. I think the hogs are going to be called too. With the the way that Texas is like, if anybody in the SEC is pissed about Texas coming, it's Arkansas fans and people in mm. Arkansas. They're going to be fired there? up. About... Have you been down there? Like half their student population is from Texas. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, it's actually gonna... a weird. It's a rival. Yeah, yeah. like they're going to want to beat the shit out of Texas. Yeah, I think they were in the old great. Southwestern Conference together. Could be. Yeah, I'm almost 100 percent sure they were. Um, but uh, we have some good boys. We have some good disagreements. They can make or break our friendships with Iowa, Iowa State, Texas, Arkansas. We all <laughs> we all took a different stance. Um, so one 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 of us will be right, I guess, or two of us does that matter. Um, this is my third most intriguing game of the weekend, and I'm not even really for sure why. I don't have any interest in either team. But it's uh, Washington and Michigan. See how Washington bounces back uh, after the Montana game. I think maybe this kind of contradicts what I was saying, but they were playing Montana this past weekend. And now maybe a look ahead possibly to Michigan. Uh, Michigan dominated Western Michigan, I believe, over the weekend. So not many question marks about them. I saw Ronnie Bell. Isn't he from Kansas City? Yeah. Park yeah, Camp. Kansas City Player of the Year, Metropolitan Out for the Year with a knee. Hmm. Lost him in, over the weekend, which is sad. Almost must say uh, basketball commit. Was. was yeah, it's, it's yeah. right. He, he was a commit. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure what? Did one of our former head coaches not going to let him play both? 100%, yeah. No names named, but – uh, I think it'll be interesting. Um, I, I kind of want Michigan – I think football is better with Michigan being good, and I think maybe this this is a good game for them to dominate again, hopefully against another Power 5 conference team. But I would look there to see Washington respond kind of heavily. I think if they could get back on track quickly, it'd be with a big win or a good performance against Michigan. So I think Brandon Walker, one of my favorite Barstool guys, took Washington to win the Pac-12. So they have some hype behind them, Oof. I guess. But Blaine, you have anything on that? That really does nothing for I me. It does nothing for me either, but it, I, I don't know I, how – I don't – Michigan does not get me going. I don't care about the big house. Right. I, tip, I, I, really don't, I really don't care about either of these games, but for some Jim reason – Jim Harbaugh is so boring. Like, his football teams are so boring. There's no flash. Yeah. Same with Washington. Like, it's going to be a boring game. If, you're, if, if somebody wants to do something – just take the under in that game because it's going to be boring. I agree. Under Washington scored seven points against yeah. Montana. Come on, I, I like the undertake there. That's a yeah. great take, I but it is pretty that. low at forty-eight. But still, 
I mean that it that it's built just like an NFL game, both right. those offenses and defenses. Right. So and yeah, it should be forty-eight. That's fact. <laughs> and what a terrible uniform combination game. I can just see Washington's disgusting gold, white, and purple against maize blue or maize yellow and blue. Oh, I don't mind Michigan's. We were I think their helmets earlier. stink. Mm, I don't mind them. I hate their helmets, honestly. The like it, those. How does that look like a Wolverine? <laughs> I don't get that either. But it's just three stripes. But Wolverines have white stripes down their back. Yeah, those aren't white on their helmets. <laughs> like, their colors aren't black and white, so you got to do something. I don't know I, enough well, about either of these teams, though. I'd rather just stupid. get a freaking actual Wolverine and stick it on the side of my helmet than have stripes <laughs> down. That's just me. That would be Ferocious a terrible animal. Hundred percent. Um, okay, I want to get to a uh, FCS game real quick that intrigues me. Yeah. That I think I think the FCS either will definitely the, okay this game the FCS will definitely cover or win. It's Illinois State versus Western Western Michigan. That's unbelievable. Our brains have been so on about the FCS. That was one <laughs> of the two games I wrote down. Yeah, I don't see how Illinois State doesn't go there and make it a game. I mean, Western Michigan not going to be a tough place to play. Calum- Illinois. Yeah. Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo. Yeah. Yep. My dad's best friend was in Kalamazoo, fun fact. <laughs> um, Illinois State, perennial FCS powerhouse. I mean, I don't really know anything about them. I just know that they are going to have somebody on the team that's pretty damn good. Uh, their quarterback is going to be that Bryce Jefferson kid, number five. You've watched okay. him. He was that kid that came in for the number one that got hurt that yep. the year we should have beat him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sat out all last year. year. He's 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 like a true dual threat. Like he's like six. He's six three, probably two hundred and twenty five pounds. We'll just like they'll run. They'll sit back there and run quarterback draws, read option. It's it's a tough game for Western Michigan. I I, I don't know if you're saying they're gonna win. I mean, but this is another FCS team that's gonna keep this close. No, yeah, I said to start that. I said Illinois State will definitely cover. Yes, and they might win. Hundred percent. And it's like this. Like whenever you look at those. Missouri Valley football teams like that's just one of those teams you look at they're gonna have six foot six 315 pound grown men on the offensive line offense and defense line I can I can literally sit here and tell you I haven't even looked at their roster I know that they've got some six foot five 320 pound nose tackle that's white with long hair like (laughs) like, I just know that that's what they have that's gonna just sit there and take up two blockers every time they have to have one they just are incomplete without it 100 um, great pig i'm with you and, on it and then another one that really intrigues me guys this one could be a huge upset is uh mercer at bama <laughs> good one crickets <laughs> i really honestly think mercer has a chance in this one should be a good uh, watch they're, moving they're, on are you, are you, wait are you being for real oh yeah Dude, Mercer has a real good shot of beating Bama uh, over this weekend. So oh, I thought you were saying just like, because what's the point spread? I'm sure it's astronomical. I didn't know if you were saying they're going to keep. If it's not if it's not Bama minus fifty, then <laughs> I mean Mercer's Mercer's a good FCS football team. They were on the verge of making the playoffs last year, which means they're a top sixteen team. They're not bad, and they're in Georgia. They get all that Georgia talent. Okay, I was being 100% sarcastic, and now you're like, are you trying to sell us on Mercer? I'm trying to sell you on Mercer, I think. I think you just said it as a joke, and I knew it was a joke, but then I was like, you know what? Maybe. 
if it's 56, like, cause it, I mean, obviously you're not really going to, you're probably not going to get a line on that game. Cause I think the max I've ever seen is like what 49 and a half. I don't think they go above 50, right? Blaine. I don't know. I'm going to look it up real quick. I'm I don't really think intrigued. they go above 50 when you're actually looking at it. Well, I've got I, a feeling that's going to get ugly. Yeah. There's no cap necessarily, but it, it, you can't I, I know what you're 50. saying. Like, yeah, yeah, there's no like, Oh, obviously a... opening line. Bum, ba, da, bum. Alabama favored by 56 and a half. That's what I said to initially. Take yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, take it. You're going to take Mercer plus 56 and a half? I mean, oh, Alabama's not going to put up 70 for shits and gigs. Why would they? they but why to. wouldn't they could put up 60? All Mercer has to do is put it in the end zone. Hey, what did I blame? Come on, give it to me. Wasn't that great? <laughs> Just that he took that as a joke. And I'm like, you know what? Spin it. I don't hate it. Spin zone. I, I think they're the Mercer Bears. Go Bears. Go Bears. Sure. All right, whatever. <laughs> that <laughs> took an interesting turn, honestly. Hey. I wrote that down as a complete joke, and we actually got some good – we got some good talking on it. I think that's just a sign of a good podcast, so we'll take it. 100%. Well-structured, well well-versed. Honestly, we'll just end it there. I don't think the rest of my games um, – You weren't, you weren't going to mention the potential upset at SIU at K-State? No, that won't be an upset. You don't think? I think SIU can cover. They, can't, they won't win. Okay. I really don't. Uh, K-State looked good. We didn't talk about that game, but they honestly did look really good. I'm just – that's a tough SIU team. It is a tough – it is a really interesting FCS game, but um, I saw oh, – Wait, the, is So, SEMO was just that bad? Is that what we're saying? SIU's because of how many yards did he put up? 460? SIU's defense – looks a lot better on paper than it really was against SEMO. SEMO offensively was really struggling. Their offensive line is – it's going to struggle all year, I think. It's just not that good, as much as I hate to say it. Um, I, I, I think that's I mean, a I'm fun cur- watch. I'm curious. To, I think it's a great watch. I'm curious yeah. just to see – I don't think C- Southern's D-line will be able to do much against K-State's old line, but I could be wrong. All right, Blaine. That was our college football – Oh wait, let me let me do my parlay just real fast. I never, yep. I never officially did it. Uh, my parlay this weekend: automatic lock, big big money here on the Barstool Sports Sportsbook. I got Kentucky minus five uh, against Missouri. Zoo didn't talk about that. Escapes the Chippewas. Thank God, that's really embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> Tulsa Oklahoma State over fifty one and a half. I think Oklahoma State's a team that can put up points. Tulsa, embarrassing uh, last week against – I think they lost an FCS opponent, didn't they? Yep, we talked about them, UC yeah, Davis. Yeah, we did, UC Davis. Um, that game seems like there's going to be no defense. I see a big scoreboard there. Texas minus six, like I talked about. Won't go back into that. Iowa plus four and a half. I want to go back into that. You guys are idiots. That's an absolute steal. Um, not saying Iowa State isn't going to win, but, dude, come on. No way. Let's go Hawkeyes. Blano, turning it over to you, buddy. Um, first off, let's just take a moment to celebrate that the Chiefs play in four days. Um, do you want to start with the slate, or do you want to go Chiefs first? Uh, I feel like we should go with the slate, then talk Chiefs pretty heavily during the Cleveland Chiefs game talk, because we're going to okay. hit on that. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. The perfect. I uh... – Dallas Tampa Bay. What are we, what are we thinking here across the board? We got Tampa Bay minus eight. I'm seeing it grow at this point. 
but it's pretty hard not to take Tampa at this point. I think that's an easy bet. I think I think you go. I think you hammer first half and full game. I saw. I I just wonder, I looked it up earlier. It was eight and a half. So yeah, you're right. It's climbing. I think that's. I mean, they returned twenty two. Yes. Out of twenty two, on a Super Bowl winning team, and if you what they have forty four some days of camp together, right. like that they didn't yeah. get last year. If you sit here and think that they're not going to come out better than last year, you're crazy. Right. I was pretty high on Dallas too at the in, in the preseason, but Dak and injured. Yeah, Zach Martin, he's out with COVID. He's not making the trip. Apparently, late tonight, uh, reports came out that, like I said, Zach Martin, Dallas' yeah. best offensive lineman, won't be there. So you get those two things, and you just there's nothing you can do. I'm not sure how Amari Cooper's going to look back after injury. CD Lamb, we don't know um, how he's going to show out. So. Right. I would love to pick Dallas, but I just there's no no possible way. I'm we don't even know how Dak's gonna look. Right, I've seen him. I literally in my little notes here. I wrote, "This is how you guys are just sitting on T." I said, "Dak, Rusty, Zach Martin out, not good." Right. Yep. And Collins is having shoulder injury on that offensive yeah. line too. Like, I'll so. say this though: the only the only saving grace I'll give Dallas if they are going to win tomorrow, <clears throat> Zeke looked great. If they get Zeke going. They could make it a long day for the Bucks, but I don't see that happening week one. I think it's going to take some time for everybody to get back in sync on the Cowboys, like you guys said. And we saw it on Hard Knocks. Their defense coordinator has been out for, what, two weeks? <laughs> and their right. defense just kind of yeah. sucks. I mean, I can't really name that many people besides the linebackers and, and digs. Dude, well, you got Demarcus Lawrence, but like you don't have any you don't have any X factors on that D line besides Demarcus Lawrence, and yeah, he's, he's gonna he's gonna sit he's gonna sit out four to six games. Every year, the dude can't stay healthy. Yeah, Antonio Brown's going to be better this year uh, than he was last year. Mike Evans, Godwin, there's just no stopping them. Uh, Mike Evans, quick fantasy point: a guy no one has discussed. I don't. I have not heard anybody talk about Mike Evans all off season long. I got. Maybe I'm not listening. But I stole. I stole him in the fourth round today. I loved it. Yeah, I mean, no. What I'm. What I'm. Yeah, what I'm saying is like. I feel like he's being stolen in leagues. I, I don't care if you've got like I guess we're going on fantasy tangent here, but I mean, who cares about having Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin and all those other tight ends and everybody? That team, if that team, like it's going to sound crazy, is going to be just like the Chiefs. Like they're going to put up thirty to thirty-five points every game. Probably. Oh yeah, easily. Right. Now add Mike Evans. Yeah. Yeah, and he's our number one red zone yeah. target, and he's going to be. He's never not be. so. Yeah, that's a good one. And then we go to the Sunday slate. I'm going to go with my favorite Sunday slate, and then we'll talk some – there's kind of some shitty ones, as there always are. But... Can I say one thing about this slate real quick? Yes, it's a great one. It's just a confusing slate, kind of. Like, just kind of. Like, there's some games on there. Where... That's why I have my parlay that I picked out, because I, th- I don't. I think it's tough to pick winners and lines this week. I think the games are weird. I think they're but tough. Continue. Yeah, I think yeah, they're really I, tough. I think they're very tough. First one that's very tough, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. I yeah. have no idea. And there's so many teams, that's what makes this so tough, that I have no idea who they're going to be or how they're going to play. Right. With, like, you go to Pittsburgh with, uh, you know, three new offensive linemen, Najee Harris, and who's going to get all the shares and how is Big Ben going to look type of thing. But they're going to Buffalo. Buffalo's favored by six and a half. I'm going to take Buffalo in this one just because I think, what is it? Next era, new era field new is era. going to be rocking. Yeah, no, 
no, restrictions. No, I lied. You remember? You remember because Portnoy was going to try to buy the naming rights to it. It's not oh. New New Era Cap Stadium anymore. It's uh, Highmark Stadium. Wow. Ew, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you remember? What? Yeah, they ended their thing, and somebody had to buy the rights to the name of the stadium. It was, it's called Highmark. I don't know what Highmark is, but yeah. Sorry. Ugh. No. Um, yeah. Yeesh. Um, but dude, I really hasn't to say this, but God, if I wish that Josh Allen is in the NFC, I want to see him do good. Right. But I don't want to. I don't want to root for him because obviously it's a natural. This guy's rival, like. Right. I hate saying it, but dude, he's just a guy. How do you not root for him? Like small, te- small college guy, really good. And now he has a coach. Like you just want to see him do well, but it's just tough. I can't really root for him. <laughs> Blaine was kind of saying it. The only question I have is like, what what is the identity of the Bills? Right. Like you know what the identity of Pittsburgh is right now, and it's pass, 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 and try to outscore mm-hmm. people and get some key sacks by T.J. Watt, and that's about it. Bills, yeah. you don't know what they're going to do. They want to throw the ball fifty-five times with Josh Allen. Or do they want to try to do smash mouth ball and play defense? Right. Like, and I think it's the first. I think it's I think the it is former. too. That's why they I mean, added Sanders. You I mean they yeah. paid him what almost five hundred million dollars. Like you'd think that they want to use him and let him throw fifty times a game. But right. yeah, but and then like you think about it like you kind of want to get Josh like not necessarily involved in the running game, but like give it the options and that way the defenses have to think about it. So that means you're gonna have to try to start hanging it off a lot more. Yeah. There's so many factors here. The yeah. over-under is 48. This is an NFL line. I think if any game, there's going to be so many pass attempts that this could be a shootout. But right. I'm not going to mess with that. I'm going to stay away. Massive yeah. six-and-a-half line for an NFL game. But I'm going to go ahead and go Buffalo at Buffalo. That new Pittsburgh offensive line with some youngsters or some meshing. Just going to have trouble with that with that noise. Mm-hmm. It's going to be nuts. like it. Seattle at Indy. Indy at the start of the preseason was favored by two and a half. Now with the recent developments, Indy um, is plus two and a half. So Seattle's traveling to Indianapolis. I like Seattle in this one with all the question of Indianapolis. Carson Wentz, another guy kind of like Dak that's going to be very rusty. Hell, we don't even know if he's good anymore. And who T.Y. Hilton hurt. Pittman is healthy. Taylor is healthy. But you don't have Quentin Nelson. There's just too many question marks surrounding Quentin Nelson is out. Yeah, he got hurt with a yeah. foot injury, the same one that Wentz did. Oh, see, I thought he was back, but okay, that yeah, that stinks for them. I, I, I think I'm gonna take an approach this year where I'm just not gonna even talk about the Colts. Like I'm gonna talk about them, but like in terms of betting them, staying far, far away from them. They just are so confusing every year. They have, like, the best defense, and they just never win games, dude. I just don't get it. I just uh, – I have nothing to say about the Colts. I think you should take Seattle, but then, like, Colts can win. They can. But I don't think they will. Xavier Rhodes, defensive back, Colts also out. He's, oh. he's a pretty notorious guy in the league. Uh, the Seahawks got uh, Rodney Hudson who didn't allow a single sack last year for the Raiders. Like if you needed one thing, if you needed one thing for like the Seahawks to like improve is their offensive line. Yeah. They went and did that. And I think they drafted a couple guys too, just to see. So 
I'm, I, I would 100% lean Seahawks here. I think they're just a little. I think they're just better. Honestly, love it. I agree. Then we go to uh, Nashville, Tennessee, Arizona traveling to Nashville. Tennessee's favored by three. This game is one of the best of the day. I think both of these teams have enough on the line in both AFC and NFC. Uh, I think they're both kind of in the same middle. Possible playoff team, possible not. Both mm-hmm. have some new weapons. Um, Tennessee minus three. What do you guys think about this one? Lucas, you take this first. Oh, uh, hold on. Let me. I'm sending a work text. You go. I'll, I'll <laughs> okay. Oh, you're cool. Um, I love this for points. This is the one of my. Uh, overs club parlays throwing it in there Arizona versus Tennessee I got it over 52 I think this is a it could be an explosive game uh, a lot of, like you said a lot of weapons on both sides big high profile game this game Jesus there's some big names in this one um, but yeah I think especially I think it's you know it's gonna be nice weather so not it won't play a factor I don't love Kyler, but I think I mean he can get the ball to his guys. They have good receivers. They have good running backs. I don't necessarily love uh, James Conner. I like uh, Chase Edmonds better than or, right Cardinals, Chase Edmonds. I think I think the Cardinals do too. I I think yeah. you're, I think you're good with that pick. Yeah. Okay. Good 100%. because I I think he's better. Um, he was a he was a top he was a top fantasy like player the last what four or five weeks of the season. Right. No, I, I agree. Yeah. He's good. That's mm-hmm. a good, yeah. It's, it's 100% exactly what you said in my eyes. It's just going to be a score. I think it's just going to be able to who scores more po- like points. Right. Yeah. 100%. And I think this game plays into Kyler Cliff hands. Tennessee's defense just isn't there. It's no. not going to be all year and they're going to get the ball a lot. And if, if they're going to get hot, they're going to get hot. But is Arizona going to be able to stop that new offense? No one knows what Tennessee is going to look like with Julio, AJ, Derrick Henry. That is just unreal of an offense. So yeah, it really is. But dude, I think, you know, Julio is going to be out ten weeks. You know, he doesn't have that big of a history. It's just recently, but you never know. AJ Brown been dealing with those two knees too. He's been yeah. off and on this this preseason. So maybe they do have injury trouble this year. But it's a stay away for me. I don't know what the hell is going to happen. So. Okay. I like the overtake, and we'll stay away. Next, Los Angeles Chargers at Washington football team. This game is electric. This is I probably this. my favorite one. I mean, I could go Buffalo, but this one is just two teams that are going to be grinding it out to prove themselves week one. Washington favored by one. Um, great defense versus a great offense. Justin Herbert versus you know what a young Washington defensive line I, I love this game and I had it I had it written down as one of my most exciting games to watch just for like this year of like just good football like yeah. charges on the up and up Washington's just a grinded out team with a good coach right I think it's just going to be a fun watch like I'm really excited I'm really excited to see Antonio Gibson I'm really excited about him this year right. I think I mean he obviously had kind of a semi breakout season last season I can't. I don't see why he can't repeat. Right. Yeah. Fitzy, McLaurin, Logan Thomas. That offense for Washington is getting overlooked too because Fitzpatrick could sling it across the yard. And I think they. Yeah. Go, go, Chan. No, I I think they absolutely win the NFC East. If they don't, I think it's a failure of year. Right. 
With they by far have the most what, what the word would be stable situation, yeah. I would guess, yes. which is crazy yes. to say. 100 percent They on paper right now, this football team literally is the most like complete team in the NFC East. Can Dallas get there? Absolutely, but there are so many question marks in Dallas. So many. Stay away from Dallas. But I love this game too. Um, Blaine, I hate, hate, hate to admit that you're right, but God damn it, do the Chargers scare me. Yeah, they scare me a lot. Dude, they scare me a lot. And I was looking at their roster today and some of their videos. It stinks watching those. I don't recommend it. Yeah. They look good. Keenan Allen is so – I hate Keenan Allen so much, but damn, is he overlooked. Yeah. Something I failed to mention, too, at the start – Austin Eckler uh, came out of practice today with a hamstring, and he might oh. not uh, play this game. So he's you are you kidding me? I have Eckler. No, I'm being serious. The whole Twitter's just been going off right before this podcast started. It it blew up Twitter. So if he doesn't play, I'm not sure that I love the Chargers, but uh, I don't know. Does that really like? I mean, it's obviously yeah, true, because true. he's he's far and away better, like their best running back. But does that really hurt them? Because I mean, oh, right, they were the same team last year. They didn't have him all freaking year. Like, right, they're not going to run him twenty five, thirty five times. They're you know. a team that'll be totally okay with throwing it sixty times. Yeah. Didn't they add a couple just really solid offense line? They added the two guys yes. from the Packers, right? Ryan Lindsley and Bulaga. Yeah, they added some – so that's what – they got three new pieces on the offensive yeah. line versus that defensive front. So, are they going to do it quick? And they drafted, uh, they drafted the kid from Northwestern, Slater, Rashawn. Yep, that's right. right? Good call. Yeah, like, they're going to be good. They're solid. That's what my hot – as we said in that first episode, the Chargers are one of my hot takes to, to make some noise, be a playoff team, and beat somebody. So Yeah, I completely agree. Willard product on their team as well. Forrest Merrill, yeah, shout out. Bear, bear for a week. Dismissed. <laughs> I can remember that, dude. Like, to, yeah. like he came in, and you're just like, where do we get this guy from? Just absolutely looked like a man among boys when he walked in and just gone a week later. He when, – when okay, him and I are the same age. When I started Missouri State football, we walked into the weight room, like, for the freshman lift, and – I saw him bench press more than I could like squat, bench, and probably power clean at the time combined. <laughs> He's a freak, man. He's going to be good. Like the guy has power. There's no reason why he doesn't have a chance to make it a long time in the league. Correct. With you. Blaine, so, sorry about that. Yeah. Continue. Chargers good really good. So the next ones, we have some okay teams, okay games, and these ones are the ones that I like to pick. These are easier, not as, not as competitive. I'm going to yeah. go to Carolina. New York Jets travel to Carolina. Uh, the Panthers getting five and a half or laying five and a half favorites. Um, I love this game. I love Carolina because I don't yeah. know what Zach Wilson's going to be. I don't literally like the hype out of the preseason in New York. And – I truly think Sam Darnold, as Chandler has noted, is going to be pretty good. I like Carolina minus five. Okay. Um, quick question before I get into it. Right now, you have to pick between Zach Wilson and Daniel Jones. Who do you want? <laughs> Zach want, Wilson, because there's yeah. unknown. Daniel Jones is just bad. But then again, you really don't know about Daniel Jones. Like, True. I mean, they basically had me back there protecting him. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> 
I still think you go Wilson. I I mean, in this day and age, it's better to have an athletic quarterback. Yeah, yeah that and then just like with the turnover issues with J- Jones, even though with no pressure, like the way he fumbles ball still, like that's – Yeah. That can't happen in the NFL, like the way you just fumbling footballs. Mm-hmm. So, so I have this, ding, 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 as a part of my overs club parlay. Nice. Uh, Jets and Panthers, both defenses, incredibly suspect in my opinion. And I think that the Jets kind of sneakily – they don't have great weapons, but somehow they, like, kind of work. I don't really get it. Panthers have great weapons. I have McCaffrey in three leagues, I think, so I'm looking for a big splash out of him. And a receiver that I absolutely love that is probably the most overrated – not overrated, sorry, overlooked receiver in the entire league is Robbie Anderson. I think the guy, when he's healthy, He's a burner A, deep threat B, and can run a pretty decent route C. So, but can the suspect offenses overcome mediocre the, defense? Right. Not like, suspect. Like offense. I don't thing. think. Come I don't again? think the Panthers have a suspect offense at all. Are you kidding me? I think it's an offense centered around Christian McCaffrey, and they have great weapons off of him. Do you want me to read their last five points scored at the end of the regular season last year? I mean, first year in Matt Rule's new system and not the same quarterback. 27, 18, 3, 9. Okay. And Sam Darnold, what's he shown? No, no McCaffrey. True. In any of those I, games. You're telling me McCaffrey. Bet. It's 22. Uh, all, I'm get, all I'm betting is the over here, 44 and a half. It's 23 points a team. Yeah, and I, I'm with you. Come I on. get what you're saying. I'm just saying. Do bad offenses in the NFL beat mediocre defenses? Okay, then I guess what my argument is is that these aren't bad offenses. Okay. Good. That's my argument. I'm just trying to help the people understand what, what I think. <laughs> no, Jess I love could, it. No. Yeah. Jess could have some explosion. Corey Davis, Elijah Moore. There's been a lot of hype out of those guys. They could be good with Zach Wilson. You never know. They could Who's score. their starting running back? I think it's Tevin Cole. No. Michael Carter's backup from North that. Carolina. But I it, love that I, question because I, I don't think, think anybody Tevin, here knows. Tevin Coleman. That's what you're locking in. Then. Is it Bilal Powell? He seems to always be on the Jets. No, Tevin Coleman <laughs> can't. It's Tevin. Tevin <laughs> I, I think it goes Tevin Coleman, LaMichael Pirine, and then that rookie, Michael Carter. I'm looking at the chart. How crazy is that Bilal take? Isn't he always on the Jets, dude? <laughs> There's like, no way he's still in the league. Dude, he, like, finds a way to be a streaming option in fantasy and, like, on the Jets all at the same time. <laughs> the legend Bilal Powell. Oh, man. Oh, all right. Man. Next one. This is my love of the week, my my ding-ding-dinger, taking it to the bank. Minnesota, favored by three at Cincinnati. I don't necessarily – I know Cincinnati has a lot there with Burrow, with a lot of their weapons. But Minnesota is just being overlooked. Three points is is beautiful. I think it might even have moved up to three and a half some books. But, I mean, God. You're going to put – Thielen, Jefferson, Cousins. Like, they're going to throw up some points over Cincinnati's suspect O-line and a Burrow coming back off injury. Yeah, I don't think you can just – I don't think anybody could really sit here and be like, Cincinnati's going to come out week one with their – poor, poor history of being one of the worst teams in the league the last two years and honestly pick them to beat Minnesota week one. Like, there's just no way you can say it. 
especially against uh, Mike Zimmer. Like, I mean, that guy's just a wizard, like, on defense. So, I mean, I'm sure he's going to come up with something. I agree. Um, yeah. I I personally, I don't think I would bet this game. I don't know how you're putting this much. I, I Don't get me wrong. I think Minnesota will win, but – Kirk Cousins, dude. I just don't want to bet on him ever. I don't want to put any of my money in his hands. I think he stinks. But Dalvin Cook, the ball didn't have to be in Kirk's hands very long. So, I think I think Vikings will win. A lot of vaccination talk coming out of Kirk Cousins in the Vikings locker room, maybe being a little bit upset, suspect about yeah. it. Yeah. So may not be a bad take on your part. Right. I mean, they're, they're grown, man. If they can't get over that. Like... <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm just playing into yeah. it. San Francisco at Detroit. Detroit, um, San Francisco is favored by seven and a half. This game is, I mean, that's a massive line. I want to make sure I wrote this down that that is the actual line. Yep, still seven and a half. I kind of love this, but seven and a half points in the NFL is big. I think this has the potential to be one of those week one. There's one every year. Like, just an absolute blowout, dude. I think this could easily be the one. I think Detroit's going to be really bad. They're a team that I can't name very many players on. Like, okay, Goff, obviously, but... DeAndre uh, Swift. Yeah, name... uh, I think maybe Jamal Williams moved from Green Bay over. Yeah. I don't don't think anybody could sit here and name one of their wide receivers. Or name a defender. I feel like I want to say like Williams or something, but there was also I thought Holiday <laughs> was there, but I think he's at the Giants. They signed they signed Tyrell Williams from Oakland this offseason. And Who's then they're number one guy though. I don't know. That's they drafted him. no, you remember no, they drafted he can't uh, be their number one. Chandler, you texted me about him one day. Um, it's Amon St. Brown or Amon Ra. Oh, Amon Ra St. Yeah. Brown, yeah. Equi- yeah, they Amon drafted him in brother. the second second or third round. Oh, from USC. Big cock Tyler TJ Hawk. Big cock TJ oh, Hawkinson. No, <laughs> I'm out on Hawkinson. Dude. Oh, just because he's in Iowa. Iowa 100%. Yep. I'm cheering for Iowa, but no, because he's A, he's one of my league's fantasy tight ends this year. So I have to I've put up with him. But dude, he stinks in fantasy. Panini Sewell. Sewell, isn't that his name? Right tackle. Yeah, Panini yeah. Sewell. Sewell, sorry, that was ridiculous. No, I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I would go with. I don't know. I'm not even. <laughs> Sewell. What are we going? <laughs> well, we're 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 in agreement. If we're going to take it at seven and a half, 49ers, I mean, Detroit yeah, could be. Yeah, a dumpster if fire. I'm betting on this, I'm taking the Niners. <laughs> Another so. dumpster fire. I mean, this game stinks. And using Chandler Collins' favorite adjective, Jacksonville at Houston. Houston. Oh, no, no, no. I got you right here. Right? Okay. Hold on. Are you talking about – wait, never mind. Keep going. No, wrong. <laughs> you got me excited. Okay. Houston's, Houston's plus two and a half, and I kind of love Houston here. As much as Jacksonville – no, no. Don't give me that face, Chandler. Jacksonville okay. – I'm not sure about Trevor Lawrence. You, James Robinson, I know he's good, but – Let's name a few receivers at Jacksonville before we go any further. Okay. DJ Chark. LaVisca Chenault. LaVisca Chenault from Colorado. Chenault. Yeah. Second round draft pick. Big he's on really him. Is. Big fantasy draft <laughs> pick. Yes. Right. Same. Right. I Same. named two with And you. then uh, I got another Marvin Jones Jr. they signed in the offseason. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but Same. if you 
James Robinson, shout out the FCS. Illinois State on the road this weekend at Western Michigan. Upset alert. Travis Etienne. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad about Etienne, but I'm. You know, I kind of love seeing James Robinson shine. I do. But the Houston's. I mean, they got the the oldest roster in the NFL. I think they're going to show up week one with a little bit of veteran out aspect. Tyrod Taylor coming back from the shot, the punctured lung. Gonna gonna prove something, and then you go Mark Ingram, Philip Lindsay at running back, Brandon Cooks. I don't know. I don't I mean, know. Dwayne, I kind of like him. I kind of like him week one. Dwayne, plus... I'm with you. This is 100% gonna be a veteran Tyrod Taylor game where this is gonna be a 17-13, 13-10, something close. He's not gonna. He. I mean, obviously, you go in there and throw a pick possession one, but like he's not gonna take the risk if he doesn't see something, he'll just run it. Yep. Like he's fine with it. He's fine with a three and out punt. Doesn't face him. I, I can see. I, yeah. Okay. I can. I can get behind this, but I just don't think. I think you're saying that they're just going to play a safer game, and they they might just edge this out with a veteran mentality. That's exactly what you said. I don't trust Urban Meyer in Week One in the NFL with with a lot of young guys. I just I, I'm not betting them. It's three points, and arguably Jacksonville, the worst team in the NFL, getting three points. I'm going to take some guys who have been there. It's simple. With you. All right, let's go to the 325 slate. I'm going to save the Chiefs game for the for the last in this slate. But a game I love, Chiefs, I, I love is Miami at New England. New England favored by three. I'm not going to say my take, my, my <clears> pick <throat> here until I kind of hear from the crowd, but there's two young quarterbacks here that it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Fun fact, in a, the AFC uh, North, is correct afc north or afc east east yes um youngest division in the modern super bowl era at quarterback you go yeah. allen to uh uh mac jones and who's the last one Bad zach wilson, wilson. so that wow. division that is it that's crazy actually a little bit of history there Lucas, uh, you want to go first? Who want me to go first? Um, I want to go first because I don't know what I've been sipping on, but I've been drinking some Miami Miami Dolphins Kool-Aid. Oh. I think they're going to be really, really good. Wow. I don't know why. I've sipped it. I like I like Tua. I like Miles Gaskin. I like Mike Jacecki, Jalen Waddle, Will Fuller, Devontae Parker. Suspended. Will Fuller suspended. Don't care. He's on the team. I'm talking about <laughs> full year. Don't care. Um. That team has got weapons across the board. They got the best cornerback in the league, like, Oof. and a good defensive coach. Yeah. Like, I'm sipping this Kool Aid, and I, I mean, that's going to be in a ten or eleven team, like a ten or eleven team win, like easy. Oof. I do think that the AFC East is interesting. I don't. I'm not necessarily completely sold that the Bills are going to win it. I think it. I think they'll beat each other up. I'm 100%. sold. I think so too. Win. I don't think there's an easy game in AFC East like there there has been in the past. I mean, I think that, like, you know, I mean, normally when the Bills play the Dolphins, like, the Bills are going to win that game. I don't think that's necessarily the case this year. Like, they're, like when the, in the last few years, whenever the teams are playing the Jets, basically a win every time. I don't think that's the case this year at all. Um, I love this game too, Blaine. Um, I love Dolphins-Pats. I have this in my uh, overs of the week parlay. Mm. I got it at 43 and a half. I mean, I think that's – Easily, I think forty-four is easily achievable. So, I have I mean, a hard. I mean, come time. on, give it to me. 
I have a hard time agreeing with either of you on this. <laughs> Makes for good radio. I don't I, I don't believe in Tua until I can see it. He was just I don't believe him either. He doesn't look good in the NFL. No. Tua going to Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is gonna eat that guy for lunch at the three o'clock slate, late lunch. It's gonna be a maybe an early dinner. Yeah, it's a four twenty-five on the East Coast. It'll right, be an early dinner. Right. But... So, you know, give me Mac Jones. He knows what he's doing in New England at home. I'm not. I'm not taking anything against what you said, Lucas. I really like Miami's weapons. Great take, but New England's just gonna be better this year. They had a bunch of great mm-hmm. additions, and it's the way I phrased it too. I could be completely wrong right, because I'm right. sipping some Kool Aid on all this talent they have, and that it, usually doesn't pan out. So I could be dead wrong, and they win five games, and I look like an idiot. It's fine. I'd, be, I'd rather be just riskily right and amazingly right than wrong. You know, Correct. might as well go for it. Step yeah. out on the ledge, Lucas. Yeah. I like the take. That's what I do. Fire from the hip. All right, we're going to go fire. to a shitty. We're going to go to a shitty one. I mean, I don't care about this game other than maybe seeing how Denver looks just for kind of the grins, but Denver at New York Giants. Denver's favored by 3. Like, do you guys just want to fire off your take with this game and then we'll move on? Yeah, I don't even want to get into this. This game is easily the worst game of the slate. I mean, I think I'm not picking the Broncos because fuck Denver. So let's go, Giants. Just a just a poo-poo game. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater versus Daniel Jones with two teams that haven't been successful in Saquon is looking like he's gonna play though. I actually do need him to play a lot. Uh Lucas first two fantasy drafts missed the opening draft by a minute got saquon in both auto pick mm. very excited um, let's go saquon this would be a great time to announce to you guys that i got sunday ticket for my birthday nice so this game could honestly be on this game is purposely a fantasy only game i have noah fan in a league i have saquon in a couple leagues so that game i found did you guys know this about sunday the nfl ticket like, you can do the red zone, obviously, but you can make your screen a four-way screen. Four-way, yes. Box that's, one. Nir- that's Nirvana. And then you put one on CBS, buy an antenna. This is the best way to do it. Buy an antenna oh, for $10 TV. at Walmart. I have YouTube Walmart. TV. I have YouTube or TV. that, yeah, or that too. But if you don't. You hey, know. no, I'm, I need to hear this from you, Blaine. Buy an antenna yeah, at Walmart, HD1, plug it in. And get a separate TV for your favorite game that's on four or five, whichever one, mm. play it, and then yeah. do the stream on the other four if you can, if you have Sunday ticket. I love that because then you yeah. can get like the uh, – you can get better uh, graphics too because you all will right. be streaming on one. And Sunday ticket usually blacks out some of those games on your local four or five. It will. So you can't see them. Yeah, so I think what, I'll, well, I think what I'm going to do is I've got the big TV – that's a you know I'll put a local game on that and then Xbox will be on the smaller with the Sunday ticket. Is your CBS going to be messed up now in the AFC? AFC? Are you going to be getting Tennessee Titans games? So see, I don't know, dude. That's why I got Sunday ticket. Right. Because like if if it's it'll be the other, it'll be the opposite because the Chiefs. Will I mean, be... I mean, I get it. That could be dumb because you're obviously in Missouri, but like you're pretty. I mean, you're pretty close to the Titans. Right? So I got all the preseason games on cable. So I think that's a pretty good sign. That is okay. a good sign. So that's we'll see. 
All right, back okay. to you, Blaine. Sorry. Yep. No, good. That was great for the listeners and trying to prepare for this beautiful week one. I cannot wait for Sunday. Next, 325, Green Bay at New Orleans at Jacksonville. So, game will be played, not New Orleans, due to the hurricane. It will be played in Jacksonville, so no home field advantage uh, for New Orleans. But Green Bay favored by four is what I have. Let's see if the line has changed. It has. Saints are getting a little more points. So, Green Bay now favored by three and a half. I, uh, I love this game. I love that Green Bay has to come down and play in the 95-degree humidity in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly, I don't know why in my head when I just saw that it was in Jacksonville, it kind of made it my mind. Obviously, I think New Orleans' offensive line is one of the best in the league. And you got Kamara back there. Yeah, Jameis is their QB. But I think I think they I, – obviously, I don't think they're going to roll them because you got Aaron Rodgers over there. But I think that's, I think that's an easy win for New Orleans for some reason. Um, yeah. I don't mind that take, and I I root for Jameis. Me too. I want him to do well. Jameis is a good guy. I think at the end of the day, and like he all he wants to rap. do is win and try yeah. hard. And like, he just does it. He does it in his own way. I fucking love Jameis, dude. Literally. So I'm. I, I you know what? Too. I kind of always have kind of liked the Saints. Who dad? Like I've kind of just like always liked watching them, so I kind of like want them to do well. I think, I think it's, it's the jerseys. Were you gonna say jerseys? No, I no. think it's like the New Orleans spirit. It just is right. cool. They're like down there. They just don't give a shit. The I don't dome, know. Maybe. It's beautiful when you yeah, get them in that is. all blacks. I oh, am. the uniforms are nasty. When you get that all black with that little bit of the gold helmet and the gold trim. My God, is that a good uni? Mm. Yep. Mm. I you. you guys not even want to say about that one does like i know I, I do i, I, I want to say, I go ahead go ahead yeah. chandler uh this is a part of my overs club parlay this is my fourth out of this is my fourth out of fifth uh pick um it's 50 i think this i think that's an explosion i think it's way over 50 in this game mm. um However, I do really like the Saints' defense. They're nasty, but the Packers' offensive line is good. And I think if you – I don't care who they put on Devontae, he's going to have a touchdown. I like it. I think it's a great matchup. I think there's going to be a lot of offenses. I think this is a game where they both have good defenses, but both of their offenses are pretty damn good, and I think it's just kind of a – they're just better than the defense at the end of the day. Before yeah. you get going, Blaine, I, I think for all those daily fantasy players out there, I think Alvin Kamara is just an absolute lock. Whatever wow. price you get him at – I think this has to be an absolute lock play. I think he goes off. He's going to be used so much without Michael Thomas. Dude, so much. This is an absolute. This is that's all I'm saying. Like, and they're going to probably try to run the ball in that 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 humidity. Like, they're going to try to gas him out. I mm-hmm. think this is an Alvo Kamara game, and I love your overpick. And I like I love New Orleans. What do you got? I, I agree too because I think on the other side of it, if you're looking at Devontae Adams, Green Bay's weapon, who else do they have beside him? That's not you know, I guess sticking out Marshawn Lattimore going to be one-on-one with him all night long and that's going to be a hell of a matchup to watch those two battling it out so I truly I I like I love Jameis too I've I've loved him all offseason one one uh year behind Drew Brees with Sean Payton give him something new that he's never had there's a ton of buzz about him but I think he's going to have a hell of a year and it's not a hot take anymore after that preseason game. So, one concern about the Saints going forward, not necessarily this game, 
No Michael Thomas. No Michael Thomas. Maybe Houston. week eight, week nine. What do yeah. you mean? Don't palms up me, Lucas. I'm just they, same thing with uh, whoever we we're talking about earlier. They played all year without him. I mean, I, he's a cancer. Get him out. Who cares? He's a cancer. God, I was thinking about this earlier. Could Michael Thomas turn into a Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, or somebody or an like Odell. That. He kind of has Odell's career right now. Like, been running his mouth a lot and shit. Had a couple good years, but hasn't really been playing. We'll I see. get he's a, he's a top seven wide receiver in the league, but, like, give me somebody that's almost as good that wants to actually play football. I'll take yeah, that all true. day. That's I mean, I think he's – yeah, if he's playing every game, though, I think he's top five. 100%. 100%. So yeah. I'm staying away from this, boys. It's just my oh. final go. I don't know. Oh. I don't know how good New Orleans is going to be. I don't okay. trust to take them. I know it's a short line, but Green Bay could could very easily. Aaron Rodgers could come out slinging after the offseason that that yeah. uh, was kind of built up behind him. He could come superhero it. So that's True. all I'll say. Love it. And finally, the best game of the week. And it Cleveland. is, too. What? Sorry. Keep going. No, go. No, no, no. I want you to introduce it, then I'll go. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I got Cleveland. too ahead of myself, dude. <laughs> uh, Cleveland. Cle- Cleveland at Kansas City. Kansas City's getting six and a – or I think it's now down to five and a half. So, a lot of people um, kind of taking the Browns here. That moved it from six and a half to five and a half throughout the last two weeks. So this line is shrinking for Kansas City. Um, we got a ton of stuff to talk about here, guys. A ton. I mean, I, I'll, I'll get mine out of the way so you two can just jive and just get your KC love out of the way. Yeah, true. For, this, is from a, this is from a non – Yeah. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Non uh, – I don't remember. Biased? You going with bias? Yes. Thank nice. you, Lucas. Bias. Love God, him. that was a bad moment for me. Okay. The only thing I got, it's pretty. It's pretty short and sweet. The f- five new offensive linemen. I mean, that has to be terrifying. Yeah. Even though you got the best off, you got the best signing of the offseason, the best trade of the offseason with Orlando Brown. Yes, I get that. And then you sign, you got Thuni, Tooney, whatever, unreal pickup. And then you grafted Creed. And then you got the other side, you got a, basically two rookies. Yeah. I mean, that Trey Smith, I know, was a, a, a five-star, like, 95 overall prospect from Tennessee. Like, I know he's really good. Right. But like, he really didn't pan out at Tennessee. And then you drafted that guy in the third round. What's his name? Lucas, Lucas Niang. Niang, who sat out. Who sat COVID. out all year. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's it, – it, in my heart of hearts, I would still obviously pick the Chiefs because you have Patrick Mahomes. But that scares me because Cleveland's really good. I mean, they're really good. Yeah, Cleveland is really good. I, I mean, I think that um, – They play NFL I, football, Chandler. Where are you think, going with this, Lucas? I mean – If it's – if it's oh, if it's – what is it at? What's Give me the line. What's it at? Is it at five is and it a half. and a half yet? Five and a half. If, so if, it, it, if, it, it, if it doesn't touch – if it doesn't yeah. touch – if it doesn't touch seven – or you buy points for the Browns, I, I think you have to go Chiefs, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if it was even where, anywhere close to like seven, seven and a half, I think I would lean the other way. I just don't know. I yeah. don't know how – I mean, I don't know how they're going to come out. I really, truly yeah. don't know how that offensive line's going to play. It scares me for you guys. 
Yeah, I think um, I think that uh, the preseason is really important for offensive lines, and I know it's different. I know it's different speed, but they did look good when they were out there. Um, it it seems like they have a pretty good uh, relationship. But you're completely right. I mean, anytime you play with a new center, th- you know what? Thank God this game's at home. No kidding. And like, I think I think I saw a stat too. It's like opening day Chiefs games at Arrowhead. I think they average like thirty five and a half points per game or something, something ridiculous with under Mahomes. So just right, you know, I completely agree with everything you're saying. I think Cleveland's good, Blaine. Um, wait, Lucy, have any more thoughts? Because I, mean, I I'm, it's a good. I gave you my thoughts on it, and it's just you're gonna want to see four games. I would want to see your first your first quarter of the season to see how it's going to pan out. Obviously, you're going to be a really good team, but to get to that Super Bowl like contender, which you guys are obviously thinking Super Bowl or bust, mm. I have to see how that offensive line drives. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, okay, but I'm best so case scenario, in on everything you said, Lucas. Yeah. If they jive. I mean, the sky is the limit. A hundred percent. There's so that's so much talent on the offensive yeah. line. That's but the like thing. offensive like... offensive line and talent. Like, yeah, they go together, but like, you really want continuity like you want like communication like yeah. inner making the calls you like to everybody else everybody on the same page blocking the right way if i mean if you're gonna sit here and tell me they don't have two or three miscommunications on the first like on a first half drive and cleveland makes a big play and turns it into a game i'm not gonna be shocked i'm not either i'm not totally either agree. it scares it. it it scares i mean you're going against miles enemy. garrett they're gonna try to have to block miles garrett Jadavion Clowney, yeah. new addition too with the Browns so I, I don't Chandler I know that you're definitely on the side of Kansas City for this game and I believe it because probably because we have Patrick Mahomes and you believe in the Chiefs I am not betting this game I'm not I, I think it's a lose money game either way you go if I bet the Browns why the hell would I if I bet the Chiefs I'm going to be sweating it out and if I lose two ways I'm you know yeah. suicide I'm not watching I, the seven o'clock game <laughs> this, is my, this is my fifth leg of my parlay for the overs club I've got Chiefs Brown 54. I mean, I know that Cleveland has a good defensive line. I don't really think that their secondary is that great. They're starting a rookie in the secondary. I think Pat picks on him all day. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of points in this game. And I love that for the Chiefs. I think it's really I think it's tough for an offense like the Browns to outscore an offense like the Chiefs. But the only way that you can you can defeat that is if we can't stop the run. If we don't stop right. the run, we're screwed because they will run all day long. And so we have know, to sell out. Yeah, yeah, we're thin at linebacker blank. So thin. That you noted it. Out. You texted me, as I said in one of our first shows, that Willie Gay was scared you this Willie year. Willie Gay is scaring you this year because he got a concussion week one preseason. Now he's out for the first three weeks and we don't have a starting linebacker. He started. You know, I get, get that we got that D line that can maybe push some back with the addition of Reed, Chris Jones. Frank Clark may be questionable, but he's going to play. Colin. But Ben Neiman, like. <laughs> and Dude, Tyron Matthew, I know how much you hate him too. COVID, he still is not cleared, and he might not be cleared till Saturday night. So. Well, I mean, that's fine. He's ready to play. I don't know, but it, Dude, he might I'm not play. I'm sick of COVID if he doesn't play. But. Um, and Frank Clark might be one of the most overpaid players in the league. Yeah, yeah so it's a easily. terrible signing. I'm kind of I, – I, I don't want to say this about Willie Gay because I don't think it's true yet, but he's approaching that four-letter word that starts with a B. Yeah. 
Chandler, you, you guys just talked about it, but you really didn't talk about it. So is there no good news coming out about Nick Bolton from Mizzou? Second there, there is, but just no one. You like, want to rely, rely on a rookie. I cannot yeah. rely on rookie linebacker. I'm not saying rely, like but this. is there no like, is there no hype at all? There is, but I doubt he's going to see the field a ton because they rely on Neiman and guys like that so much. No they're going to put somebody out there that knows exactly what they're yeah. doing, regardless of how talented yes. they are. That's the bad Chiefs' way. That's, the That's Chiefs like Willie fucking Gay way. did not play near as yeah. much as he should have He doesn't year. know what he's doing, but who right. cares if he makes the play? Uh, yeah, that's exactly. a Steve Spagnola thing, hundred percent. Yes, dude, it's a freaking 1975 thing too. But you got Mike Hughes out there, oh, Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham, which yes, I like him. Um, I like him. Honestly. I mean, the talent, dude, He's a talent, the talent. But so much question mark. Odell Jarvis are gonna have to, you know, dice that up, and then we're gonna have to account for Chubb Hunt. Mind you, Kareem Hunt, back again, homecoming, could just go ballistic. There are so many factors that the Browns could easily beat the Chiefs that it's – I'm scared shitless. Scared shitless. Yeah, I really am too. Um, I haven't felt good about this game. I think at home I feel comfortable, but, dude. Nope. Did you guys just tell me that Daniel Sorensen's going to be starting too? Basically. He always starts. We but knew I mean, that like, he was going to start regardless. I've already, <laughs> I've already accounted that we only already have ten guys out there. Until Daniel Sorensen's in a funeral home or nursing home, he's, he's no, yeah, he's going to be on the fucking field for the Chiefs. <laughs> I don't care. He will be out there, dude. What the oh, <laughs> dude? How is he still on the team? I'm just hey, saying the Chiefs you know, aren't as deep and aren't as. Aren't the best team the AFC is? Everyone is riding them in to be. They're not this year. They're no. not as deep as everyone thinks. Their defense could come alive, and we need somebody in those tight end depth to come alive and the weapons to come alive, or else this offense, you know, Pat can do all he wants, but I'm not Our putting all my eggs in the Chiefs. Is good. I like, whoa. Not putting all my eggs in the Chiefs basket. Okay. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to come in here either and deter you from doing that either like no I just, you did it you didn't we, I, been, I think we see it the no same blaine's way. been i've been a lot yeah. more optimistic than blaine i mean but i don't get how you think we're not deep on offense that doesn't make sense to me no I mean, i'm not i saying think you're that. forgetting about dude i think okay there's a lot of been a lot of negativity let's go positive for a second <laughs> let's go positive you're forgetting about a guy that we're really high on and clyde edwards Hilaire. i i can tell you one thing I understand that the offensive line is a question mark in the passing game, but you can step in as an offensive lineman and be really good at running the football. I think this team, Pat, is not a guy that won't sacrifice throws to give the run up. I think if we can come out and run the ball, I think that Cleveland is thin at defensive tackle. They have great defensive ends, sure, but we can run up the middle on them. That sucks them in. We get out around, uh, get out outside of their defensive ends. I mean, we can explode. I don't think their linebackers are that good. Yep. I don't think their secondary is that good. I like Denzel Ward, but like I said, rookie in the rookie on corner, not great safeties. Who with Jabril Peppers, right? I mean, um, I think it's the it, new. I think it's new. So positive spin to continue where you're going, Chandler. Browns have seven new defensive starters this year. Yeah, yeah. Think- Arrowhead, the loudest stadium in the world, don't they? Did I read that right? Yeah. They traded away the one of the top three tackler in the league. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Schobert's a, Jeff Schobert's a 150 tackles a year, money easy. And they well, just traded him away. 
Yeah. But you're t- no noise with seven new starters on defense against Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Pat Mahomes, Clyde yeah, edwards helaire I kind of love that in a positive spin. Yeah, and also I like our receivers. You're forgetting about a guy we've been high on all day, all year. I mean, Byron. I think I he's poised for a year. And yep. while I understand our gripes with McColl, I can't believe I'm saying this, but maybe he turns it on and gets a little smarter. He's got to get smarter, dude. He has all the talent in the world. Just improve your IQ of the game, son. Right, right. I got I got you on the safeties. They signed uh, that hard hitter, John Johnson, from the Rams. Johnson. And then I think they're going to start a number seven from LSU, Grant Delpy. Okay, the guy that can't tackle. Uh, he cannot tackle. He did not tackle a senior year at LSU. He's pretty solid, though. He's solid. I mean, he wore number seven at LSU, Chandler. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, he must be a landlord in Cleveland then. I like to the- mean something. Still um, not bad in it. No, no, stay far away from it. One more positive thing I'll say about the Chiefs. Blaine, correct me if I'm wrong here, but we're – we're kind of excited to see what that tight end from Duke can do. Yeah. We're, we're and, I'm not sure how much he's going to see the field, to be honest. But I think there's a few Blake packages Bell, you where think he's going to play gonna, better. Play no, more? I just don't know what – I don't know where they're going to go with it. It's my point. Like, Fortune's oh. going to get a little bit. He'll Gray will get a little bit. Bell will get a little bit. Uh, they're going to have packages, but it just comes down to which ones they use in running. Running right. like, you know, 14 or which ones they use. In, in I'll others. say this. We could probably run some nasty, like, like one-foot split, three tight end, one running back sets. We could have a, we could have a tight end come underneath, tight end going to the flat, and a tight end on an over route down by the goal line. One more positive spin. Our red zone offense was so bad last year. Awful. As well as our deep red zone defense, but Clyde could not punch it through. No. Ever. We got stuck. Stunk. Yeah, so this offensive line gets better, and then you add those great tight ends to the roster. That that's just going to make your red zone offense a lot better. So that could so, be a spin. I think as long as the Chiefs come out and don't mess around, I think I only have positive thoughts. But when they don't stop the run, and when we have to punt, and when we can't protect Pat, well, then Cleveland's going to stick around, and it could get dicey. So yeah, it's gonna sound it's gonna sound cliche because like you know everybody's gonna say it, but like because you know Andy Reid's gonna try to run the ball. He likes running the ball to set up play action and set the ball and throw the ball deep. If you guys come out there and you and you stay in like third and nine, third and eleven, if you're trying to run the ball, it's gonna get dicey. Yeah, we gotta stay ahead of the chains because you you know you know he's gonna want to try to run the ball like we just said like you. You got to keep it third manageable. And I know everybody says it, and it's so cliche and cheesy, but like if you don't True. keep it third manageable, dude, you have to. You guys are going to yeah. struggle. Like I know yeah, that's I the same with everybody, but like not typically with the, the Chiefs because you guys can do everything with Patrick Mahomes. But like and this one seems the passer. This one seems because they drafted that guy in the first round too, the Awasu, the Browns. Yeah. Like he's going to be ears pinned with Miles right. Garrett. Right. And gosh, you're division. right. You're right. Remember, though, I was just Andy Reid week one, and I'll leave it at this, and this is why I'm going to go ahead and take Kansas City. Money line. Huh. Oh, you are going to bet them. Yes. Yeah, I don't line. know. Chandler, I don't know why you didn't sprinkle in a money line with yours. You picked all points. Like, you could easily – you could still have some juice in that with throwing a money line in there. Yeah, but, um, you know, let's just, let's just root for points. 
Just saying. Lucas, you made a ton of great points from a, from an unbiased standpoint. We appreciate you bringing that to this Kansas City talk for this round. I'm going to leave this by both one thing that's going to rule all. Andy Reid, 7-1 and one week one with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, 10-0 and 0 in September with the Kansas City Chiefs. 27 touchdowns, zero interceptions in the month of September. That's big time. That's a really badass. I love, love, love that you just said all that. I mean, and we've seen it whenever they, they – if they, that's what I'm saying, too. They're going to come out and run the ball, and if that succeeds – I mean, what was it, two, three years ago with Kareem at New England? Domination. 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 Well, Clyde edwards helaire last year, week one. Yeah, Didn't he dominate? Yeah, he dominated, Yeah, too. he did go off. Yeah. So, like, if it, if it clicks, I mean – Against you Houston. Guys, you guys can just drop the sad faces, and you'll be fine. Yeah, you I run the ball. Come on. Um, okay, Go, head on, Blaine. Yeah, Sunday Hold night on. game after that. Hopefully we're on a high note and I can watch the Sunday night game. Okay, let me hear did it. Did you skip my Falcons? Oh, my God, he did. I forgot. Oh we haven't talked about the Falcons. Oh, my God, that game sucks so bad that I forgot about it because I went hey. Pittsburgh-Buffalo first and Philly. Yeah, Philly minus three. It. Yeah. Oh, my God, you forgot the Falcons. You forgot, you forgot oh. the Falcons. Call, call. The, the game the of the game. nervy, the nervy bird birds. Game. The early lock birds. of the week. <laughs> nice call. Lock of the you week. Lock. Easy. Here, you, you two discuss it. I'm going to use the restroom. Oh, I mean, Blaine, look, I can't even remember that guy's name. That press conference from the Philadelphia Eagles' new head coach, you're going to oh. tell me that guy's going to bring a yeah. successful team? I'm with you. Atlanta favored by three for the listeners um, this game. Is that still what it is? Do you have the current line? But I, 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 I saw three and a half or three, so it's either three or three and a half. Yeah, I – I'm with, I don't like Jalen Hurts that much. I think a lot of people are on Jalen Hurts. I don't know that I can go Philly either, honestly. I think that's going to be a dumpster fire of a team, 100%. I, I think they're going to get beat up in a bad division. How That's how bad they're going to be. Is his name like Tony Sorelli? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's something he, like that. He It's that, someone that, you've never heard of before. He was a Philadelphia Eagles yeah. head coach, which makes sense for the Philadelphia Eagles. As they are a dumpster fire of a franchise and a dumpster fire of a team this year. Like, and I know the Falcons were just horrendous last year, but they really weren't. They were one and eight in one possession games. Like, that team was so much better than four and 12. You guys, you watched them with me all the time last year, Chandler. Yep. That's a good football team. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah, you lost Julio, but I mean, you brought in guy that's basically him 2.0. He basically is going to play wide receiver like Kyle Pitts. Like, yeah. That team's that team's gonna be fine. If you if Philadelphia is not gonna come down to Atlanta, play on that turf no. and beat them. And yeah. I, I I am not in on Jalen Hurts. That's He's true. a guy that I just that's what I don't know if that's what you guys are saying. Yeah. Yeah. But well I think he just kind of stinks. I can't believe Philly picked him over Carson Wentz. Philly's picks in general, like you're gonna go. Do you say Rieger or Rigor? There's, I've seen I say I say Jalen Rieger. Rieger. I say Jalen Rager. Rager. Yeah, there, but, there's like tons of ways to say it, but you're counting on that guy to catch a ton of balls. I love Devonta Smith, but I don't know what trust kind of he's gonna have. Hey, talk about a dumpster fire! They picked him over freaking Justin Jefferson. And uh, who else in that draft? DK, I think too. Oh, yeah, because DK went in the second. DK yeah. went in the second. They picked him like 19th overall. Yeah, it was Unbelievable. Awful. It was awful. 
So <laughs> that clip yeah. of the Minnesota Vikings seeing them pick Jalen Rager is laughable. I mean, they're, oh, they I literally seen it. they Chandler. It's like they pan to the Eagles turning in their pick, and them saying Jalen Rager, and all of them just sit back and start clapping and laughing. They literally <laughs> laughed out loud. Oh wow! Just wow. knowing they let Justin Jefferson slip into their hands. Yeah, that was dumb. He that's, he could be good in Philly too. Yeah, so, he could be good anywhere. This is almost like a game where one of these teams could be brown paper bag on their face at the end of the year. It could also be Jacksonville. could also be Houston. could also be a few. If we're going one team in the NFL this year to finish with brown paper bags on their head, who is it? I'm picking Detroit. Oh, God. Okay. Mm. I, think it's, I think Detroit is bad. Like, really bad. And quite honestly, they play in sort of a tough division. I'm going to go with Jacksonville. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I don't – Urban Meyer, just like as a human being, I don't really like him or as a coach. I don't think – I mean, what is, what's the success rate for a, a successful college coach coming up to the NFL? It's bad. Not great. It's not high, no. And, like, if you're going to tell me that defense coordinators aren't going to figure his simple shit out – you can find his playbooks online right now. Like I can go find his playbooks <laughs> from college on online right now. Yeah, Are you going to tell me a defense coordinator is going to see that shit and right. see them on film week one, week two, and just not have him figured out? Yeah. No, they're going to figure him out. They're yeah, going to figure him out, and they're going to beat up. Uh, Freaking Trevor Lawrence is going to get beat up, I bet. Terrible situation. Terrible. It's going to not be the best rookie quarterback this year. Why would like, they do I, have I know good we, weapons. He has weapons though. He really does have weapons, guys. He yeah, really but does. Like, why would they draft why would they draft Travis Etienne and then want to put him at wide receiver? Like what are you that's just dumb. That's not what you pick with your server. You pick somebody on defense that's gonna solidify that defense or you pick a mauler on the offensive line. And they just didn't do that. Yeah, that's, I think yeah. that's a, a bad air, and it's. I think that I, I'm, that's my. I mean, that's going to be the worst team in the NFL, 100. <laughs> I like Fair. it. I'm I'm going to go the same with you. Hey, um, shocker! I picked a one in 15 team to be bad again, but I mean, <laughs> hot take, Chandler Collins. <laughs> back back to who you're grabbing, and we'll win we'll this. I'm going to go Atlanta with you, Lucas. I really yeah. love that. I love that, Chandler. Do you got a pick? Atlanta, Philly, Atlanta minus three is what we're taking. Yeah, come on, I'll ride with Lucas, Atlanta. That's a lock. Dirty bird, yeah. baby. Let's go. Hell yeah. Add it to the card, Chandler. Oh, Sunday uh, night. Maybe. Maybe. Might have to. I mean, I think you have to. He made a hell of a case. Yeah, he did. Oh. Sunday night football. Chicago at Los Angeles Rams. Los Angeles Rams. I have minus seven and a half on this book here, and I'm still getting seven and a half. Uh, with other books that I'm looking at. Chicago is just another one of those that, that could be a dumpster fire with Matt Nagy. I don't trust Matt Nagy in this. I'm going to take McVay over Matt Nagy just about 100 times out of 100. And seven and a half is a lot, a lot for a Sunday night football game. I'm really, really excited about this game. And the reason I'm really excited is I think you giving McVay the absolute gamer that Matt Stafford is and leader, mm-hmm. that team actually like really, really excites me. 
Yep. I said that, I think, in our first NFL podcast when we were doing our predictions. I think the Rams are a huge sleeper in the NFC. That, I mean, you have the best best player in the NFL. And then you add Stafford. I mean, the clips that come out of that guy just being a warrior for an absolute dumpster fire of a team. Like, if you don't say that team's going to rally around that guy and then you've got McVay as your head coach. Yeah, I know their running back situation's not the best right now with Cam Akers going out, but – that they signed Sonny Michelle. They have Sonny Michelle, like Michelle now. You guys like him? Did you guys you guys high on him in fantasy? You I'm high on him in fantasy. I mean, if you think about him before too, when he was at Georgia, Nick Chubb, Sonny Michelle. Sonny Michelle was getting almost more carries than Nick Chubb back in the day. Yeah. Like, I know he has really a good. potential, but he was buried in New England, so he could explode. Hundred percent could. And then just like Bob Woods, I love me some Bob Woods. I mean, he's just one of the yeah. most like consistent, like 90, 90 balls plus every year, thousand yards. And you know you're gonna get seven to seven to nine tutties. A phenomenal I mean, fantasy receiver. He's yeah. so good every single year. Like you know what you're getting. And then you got Cooper Cup right behind him. Come on. Mm-hmm. That yeah. team's gonna be good. They're I they probably blow the doors off Chicago, right? Higby, Higby? Too. Yeah, yeah Higby's, Higby's good. Too. Yeah. Right, Western Kentucky wide receiver, trans tight end. Um, yeah, I think they do blow the doors off Chicago when it right? pains me to say this. Shout out Turner Burner, but dude. I mean, Andy Dalton is just not the answer, dude. No. And their offensive line is not good again. Um, I I like David Montgomery, but honestly, he doesn't do it for me, man. He's not exciting at all. Like it's just not. Yeah. I don't know. He just kind of. I just feel like he's just kind of out there running. He doesn't do anything that great, you know. He just yeah. runs forward. I bet I can say we're stupid, but we're all probably on the same page. Like that was a playoff team last year. The Bears were with absolutely zero QB play. So like you know they have a decent team. Yeah. Like if you just don't make a move and get you like a real quarterback or start the guy that you drafted eleventh overall. Yeah. Like I love that they went fields. I think they should play in week one. I do do not understand. Make a why are they? They're so married to Andy. I know he must be doing. He must be playing good ball, in in preseason and just practice. But I agree, there's no reason not to. But that's just Chicago. That's the Bears and that's McNaggy. That's why it sucks. And like, I guess I'll contradict myself a little bit. But like, if you look at Andy Dalton's stats, I mean, the dude's a really good quarterback technically. <laughs> you go by stats. He is. Yeah, when he played for Cincinnati. Yeah. But there's a, that's the thing that could ago. happen, though. That, like, I remember I was watching the San Francisco game, or I think it was San Francisco, but it was a week two preseason game. Andy Dalton was playing like shit, and it was getting the booed. And he goes out and throws a 70-yard bomb laser dime. And he yeah. has Robinson, Mooney, Montgomery. Like, he could either take that, like, you know, he's getting booed, and he has that all on his back, and come out and sling it around the yard. Or he could get hit in the face by Aaron Donald. I mean, you do know what the score was when he threw that bomb, right? (laughs) They were down by 30, yeah. It was (laughs) 28-0. And so that made it 28-7. Guys, it's Sunday night football. Let's have some spin zone. He's got (laughs) 34,000 career passing yards. I mean, Lucas, yeah, he went to the playoffs with the Bengals. I'm not saying he was never a good quarterback, but he just stinks now. That's what I'm saying. I'm completely contradicting myself. I don't know why I'm – I'm not buying into it, but like he could recreate some magic. I don't think it's going to be week one against the Rams. Yeah. No. 
and I believe in momentum in the NFL. If week one goes bad, Chicago is going to sound the alarm, and week two is just going to be, you know, like pulling a string to walk them out there. It's going to be bad. So Yeah, I don't know. Right. We'll see. That is it. Uh, Monday um, night. Go ahead. Sorry. No, yeah, I got sidetracked. Monday night, about the Monday night game, Bland, give it to yes, me. Yes, I mean, this is a this is a great AFC matchup, in my I'm opinion. Pumped. Vegas at Alliance Stadium for the first time with fans in the stands. Um, Baltimore at Vegas. Baltimore's getting um, four and a half with this game as, as they're favored by four and a half. So I think I like Baltimore here. It's moved down yeah. to four as, as Vegas is starting to like the Raiders. And I believe in the Raiders a little bit this year, not a ton, but I mean they're always going to be in contention in some of those big games at home. Let's let's see. I actually rewind. I don't I don't believe in the Raiders. I'm sorry, but maybe this game will be decent. I've got something for the fans out there, and they can spit in my face next week if I'm dead wrong. I think they should just sprinkle Raiders money line this week. Hot off the press. I, I'm telling you, I don't know oh, why. I, hate that <laughs> i i know i've said it a lot tonight about like stadiums and buzz but like people have been out of football for so long like people are going to be on the strip they're going to go to that game they're going to be rowdy it's raiders fans that's that that place is going to be bumping there's going to be Derek strippers Carter. in the nosebleeds yeah. it's going to be lit that place is going to be rocking and like yeah. i'm not i'm not the biggest lamar jackson guy I don't, I don't believe in him. I don't like him. Yeah, he could go in and rush for 200 yards and shove it down Raiders. <laughs> See, eight. I think um, the Raiders are – I think the Ravens are really fast on that turf. I think Lamar could go for 200-plus rushing yards for real. 100%. I think the, just said it. Could do it. Ra- I don't think Raiders it's Raiders defense stinks. Um, Gus Edwards poised to have a big fantasy year now that Justice Hill has gone down. Uh, their running back are, are thin, uh, but Ravens too good on defense. Uh, I hate Derek Carr. I think he's horrible. Um, I'm a little nervous. Of, I'm a little scared of Josh Jacobs. But horrible. Are the Ravens good on defense? Besides, Derek Carr's not horrible. Besides, no, he's name me name me some Ravens studs on defense. Give them to me. Uh, okay, Marcus Peters is a stud. Answer. Marlon Humphrey. Marlon Great. Humphrey. Great yeah. C, uh, no, not CJ Mosley. No. I see on there now. Uh, um, they signed Derek. Wolf, I mean, they're pretty Calais old, Campbell. aren't they? Calais yeah. Campbell, and, and they lost Yannick and Gawkway to the Raiders. Does Justin Houston, is he in a play? He's still there, right? I mean, After I got a fast pickup? with first step than Justin Houston right now. <sighs> I mean, that might not be a bad take of, the, of that them being a little bit old. Think about it. They lo- they lost Yannick. He went to the okay. Raiders. Well, they're better on defense than the Raiders. Yeah, they are hundred percent. So, I mean, I think that's a great slate, though, guys. I think it's gonna be fun to see Sammy Watkins too. How he does there if he opens anything up for Lamar. I'll never bet on Lamar throwing the football, but that offense could be a little bit better. But uh, I don't know, Lucas. You kind of got me a little bit excited you know elvis presley and brooks and dunn are going to be in the front row and elvis presley knockoff and the strippers in the top seat vegas is going to be going nuts vegas is gonna be going nuts and Derek Carr, yeah i know he's got baby hands that kid can put up some motherfucking points darren waller did we say his name enough yeah we didn't mention darren waller we did not we did not mention henry ruggs who can actually blow the doors off of anybody 
Yeah, he is hmm. fast. He I'm blew right by Tyron last year. Oh, guess what? They got another speedster named uh, – what's his name? Hollywood Brown? That's on the Ravens. But that's not what I meant. That is not what I meant. I meant uh, Zay Jones, speedster. They got him uh, this year. They're high on him. The kid they got from the Bills. Fair enough. Um. Okay. Well, guys, I think it's a good slate. You got anything else? Oh, I actually have a good trivia question. I think that it might not be too hard for Lucas, but I saw this today and it really blew my mind. Oh, I did not know this answer until today. Um, you guys know where Lawrence Taylor went to college? Mm, I do. Okay, Lucas knows. So I'm going to let Blaine maybe guess before Lucas before I let Lucas answer. I'll give you a hint. Louis. No. no. I'll give you a hint. Give me it's one hint. It's on the East Coast. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to say Temple just for the hell of it. No. Lucas? Let's give him a, him a better hand. <laughs> okay. It's on the East uh, Coast and it's in the no, ACC. No, no, no. Let's give, him a, let's give him a player that he might know that went there or might not. He was really good there. Let's give him Hakeem Nix went to college there. Oh. Yeah. That's I don't remember hand. where Hakeem Nix went to college. No, I can't. I, okay. North Carolina. Yeah. Mario. Blew my mind. Up. Am I would right? Have, yeah, would, yeah, right. you were right. Would yeah. not have North thought. Carolina Blue. Didn't even think about Lawrence Taylor going to North Carolina ever. Never would have guessed it. No. no. My specialty. I think it was just a great – I think it was a good trivia question, though, because everyone knows who Lawrence Taylor is. Great trivia question. North Carolina football producing one of the best defensive players of all time. You're not going to get out of here. The best basketball player yeah. of all time. Yeah. I mean. Max. Okay. Hi, right, boys. Well, uh, Blaine, did you have a did you have a parlay needed to announce the NFL? I mean, I just went you... down my love list. Okay. It, and it's just a it's a mix. I'm going to go Carolina minus five, Minnesota minus three, New England minus three, um, and then if you want to feel risky and do a four or five. I kind of like what Lucas is saying at the end. Atlanta minus three, and then Houston plus two and a half. So those are my favorites. Oh, yeah, I want I want both of you guys to send me an NFL parlay that you're going to bet this weekend, so I can put it. I'm going to post it so that people can follow along. Fair enough. I'm going to post it on Twitter at figure it out underscore pod and on Instagram. I'll do, the out wait, I'll do the wait and see method because, like, I think these lines are gonna. These are they're already kind of wonky. Right. Yeah. Just, I, I would. I would send say it to me. Yeah. Send it to me by like. Gonna... Send it to me by like 10 a.m. Sunday, Perfect. or something. Yeah, because well, I mean, obviously, unless you put the Bucks, which you might want to put the Bucks first half. Like I said, Bucks first half full game. I don't see how that doesn't hit. But we'll just do. We'll just do Sunday. Give me something like, Sunday. Like a like a, a Sunday parlay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. All righty, boys. Appreciate it. Y'all have take a good night. Okay. Peace. Later.